to the next best podcast with your hosts, Chris Cashman. 24 years old, a former sheet metal worker, Mr. America, and twice Mr. Universe. And Chris Daniels. Time Magazine even named him Person of the Century. Now, from the CNC Podcast Factory, here's the next best podcast. Chris, here we are again, CNC Podcast Factory, and it's the kids' edition of the podcast for the very first time. Yes, we've never had to share a microphone in the CNC Podcast Factory. Uh-oh, we've taken them too far behind the curtains. Nobody yeah. knows that you and I are literally nose-to-nose <laughs> sharing a microphone for the first time because we've got guests in the house. We've got a full house. The Washington Wild, the champions. Cheer for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they didn't believe there was anybody here but us. (laughs) And that's not an applause track. I mean, they're actually in the building. They are here. We've got uh, three young ladies who have taken some time to join us here to tell us about the Washington Wild, but also to tell us about an event that's going to be happening this weekend because women's hockey, it's one of the fastest growing sports. Maybe you didn't even know you had access and before we get our team and everybody slowly but surely becomes big hockey fans in this town, you can get your kids involved. So we're thank you for all for being here because you've come from different parts and we're going to talk about that as well and, and how the Washington Wild comes together because Chris, what does it say across the front of their sweatshirts? I believe that word is champions. Champions! <laughs> champions! 2019. Congratulations. How exciting is all of this? Dakota, so Dakota, Danny, and Paige are here, as well as Anne-Marie Dion, who who reached out. She's a big fan of the Next Best Podcast. <laughs> Aha! And, and Flattery said, will get you everywhere, especially said, on this podcast. Hey, do you know about this? Do you know about the champions? So here we are in the same room to talk about this. And, you know, through the whole NHL story, I've told you right. that it's been interesting to see with the announcement about the Northgate facility, with right. the announcement when the NHL actually awarded a franchise, there was a member of the Washington Wild at all of those press conferences. And I think a lot of people didn't put that all together. Right. What, what is, uh, who is this girl that's standing there with a jersey on? Well, this, this is what this is all about, and that's why we have members of the Washington Wild here today. Yeah, and that girl, uh, Jaina Gazinski, she's actually one of these girls' teammates. So she played for my team. I'm their head coach, Anne-Marie, and it's been such a fantastic season for these girls, the most successful season that any 12U team for the Wild has had. So we went 41-7-4. We won two out of three tournaments. We got the league banner and the playoff championship banner. So really great season for these girls, and I'm so proud of them, and I'm so glad that they get to be here and talk about it a little bit more. It's an impressive season, an impressive record. but Amory, as the coach, I'm sure you get this quite often outside of your circles with the Wild. A lot of people probably aren't even totally familiar with that this exists, how it works. How do you explain to everybody? Yeah, out here in Washington, it's so different. I'm from New York, upstate, where hockey's kind of everywhere. And same thing for Paige. Growing up in Massachusetts, you kind of grow up on that ice rink outside, right? right? And coming here, finding an all-female organization that is just all about empowering women's hockey and girls through the sport of hockey is just incredible. And it's such a growing sport. It's the fastest-growing sport in the entire U.S. Right mm-hmm. now, actually, the Women's World Championship is happening in Espoo, Finland. And so Team USA, Team Canada, everyone's battling it out right now, which is pretty awesome. And there are even pro leagues that these girls can go play in after college. So the opportunities are growing. They're almost endless. Uh, and it's just a really exciting time to be part of girls' hockey. None of these girls are even checking a phone for scores or anything right now. <laughs> I know, right? You've got them laser-focused. I love it. They're always focused. So I like to say. I like to say they're always Always focused. 
Well, I, I guess let's go down the line. Uh, yeah. Girls, tell us tell us how you got involved with the Wild and, and, and what it's been like for you. So, so when my mom and my family moved here, um, my mom found this organization, and um, I've been with the Wild for about four years, and it's just been, like, one of the, the best team I've ever played on, and it's just, it's helped me improve so much as a hockey player, so... Now, if I had to guess, I, I would say you're about 24. <laughs> what is your age? Am I accurate? Um, I'm 11, turning okay. 12 I in was a month. off. Now, do, did you, were you already a skater? Because a lot of people might assume hockey won't speak to them because they don't know, they're not a great ice skater yet. Were you already a good ice skater? Um, well, I think I was pretty decent at skating, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hockey helped me improve a lot because you have to skate fast and you have to stay focused, so... Excellent. And we're, again, we're going to promote an event that's happening uh, on the 6th here. That's this Saturday, assuming you're listening to this, uh, not into the distant future. Uh, there's going to be a free event where you could swing by, bring the kids and, and the girls, and let them get out on the ice with people who know what they're doing, and they'll kind of walk you through it. So we'll promote that in a minute. But we just wanted to make sure we got some background from you all and how you got involved in hockey. So, that, so that's your story. And also, make sure you introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from, because we know that's a part of the Wilds storyline, too, and people are coming far and wide. Yes. Okay. So I'm from Massachusetts, Beverly, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. but now I live in Everett, Washington. So, And right. tell everybody your name. Um, so my name is Paige Nottingham. That's the page who you heard about in the intro. Yes. That's that one. That yeah. One. <laughs> All right. So what's your story? Hello. So I, <laughs> I am from, or I'm originally from Nevada, and I moved here when I was about four. And originally I was playing on a boys hockey team. And I played for about three years, and then I started, or I found this only girls um, organization, and I joined the team to play part-time in tournaments. And I was, like, playing on two teams, and I had so much more confidence when I was on a girls team, and you get, like, better friendships, and you just grow so much as a player. So then I switched to full-time Washington Wild about a year, or last year I switched, and it's just I've grown so much, and I have total like confidence. I can take up the puck, and <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, my name is Danny Karanen, and I moved here um, a couple of years ago from Idaho. Um, I live in Lake Stevens now, and um, I originally played with a boys team, but my dad found the Wild, and we um, started playing last year with the wild and it's so much fun the memories and friendships i've made great and that was dakota by the way that yeah. we heard earlier so the one thing that that um girls you can talk about is uh i mean you're coming from all these other cities to try and find ice time in you know to practice even before you even play the games what what is that like balancing that with school and 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 hitting the ice um, it's a big commitment because, like, our games, we play our home ice is in Bellingham and our away is in Canada. So you do have to, like, balance it out. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, so it's worth it because you get to <laughs> get good friendships and you just – it's just so much fun. So, yeah. um, so it's, it's not too hard, but it's just <laughs> the, the – it's um, just – it's yeah, it's commitment. Like but driving to Bellingham every weekend, it's it's worth it. But it's it's a pretty long drive, but it's overall just amazing. 
Yeah, I think one thing that not a lot of people realize is that these girls drive an hour and a half for every single game at least, right? Just one way to go and play hockey. Uh, And part of that is just because the best hockey in this area is all up in Canada. And so that's the league that we play in. There's only one other girls team in the whole state of Washington, Seattle Juniors, who is not in that same Canadian league. And so it's unfortunate that we don't get to play them as much. But uh, the game is still growing. There are girls playing on boys teams everywhere. You kind of heard that story that all the girls were talking about how they started on boys teams but it's the confidence building of a girls team and the family atmosphere and I think that all the girls would agree that this year they really found not just the team and friends with the wild but really a family they all came together and that's how we were so successful every single game they relied on each other and trusted each other to get the job done which was awesome. Emory you talk about how fast the sport's growing women's hockey Uh, what's your background how did you get involved in in are you excited to maybe hopefully see that changing around here? I mean, it might not be too long before Washington State is one of those meccas that people go to for women's hockey. Absolutely. I started playing when I was about 10 years old over in New York. My dad's French-Canadian, so it's kind of in my blood. Uh, And I played travel hockey growing up and did the same kind of route that most of the girls who are now, uh, you know, on the Olympic team did, where you play travel hockey, you go to boarding school, and then you go to college. Um, I actually ended up playing for a year and went to the same school as Kendall Coyne, who's now the team Captain America uh, for Team USA, which is pretty cool. And It's amazing the community that you have because you play against these girls from all across the state, the region, the country, and then you see them in college. And it's so awesome to just have that connection with them and know, hey, I went to that camp with you way back when. Mm -hmm. These girls, especially Dakota and Danny, next year they're going to get to try out for state camp. And if they make state camp, they'll end up going to Pacific Districts. And they'll just get to meet more and more girls from California and Oregon and Idaho and all these other places where hockey's also growing. And then hopefully one day we'll see more representation from the West Coast uh, at all of the national camps as well. So all of that is growing. It's super exciting. And I can't wait to see what the growth of girls hockey looks like here. And yeah, there's the trial hockey for free event this weekend on Saturday. April 6th, we have about three or four of them throughout the season, and then beginner sessions all throughout the year. So there's plenty of opportunities to get involved in girls hockey, and I think we have a record last time when we did this in January of 60 girls that tried hockey for the first wow. time for free. Wow. I mean, what do you think about the, I know that a lot of the Washington Wild members have shown up at the Seattle City Council meetings <laughs> to talk about how important this is, and uh, female empowerment uh, with through hockey, what do, you, what do you think the, the idea of a, a three-sheet hockey arena in Northgate is going to mean in terms of bringing people out to play hockey and get more people involved? It's absolutely incredible. I am so excited for the Northgate facility to open. I think I'm also pretty excited, selfishly, that we get to hang three of our four banners that we won this year yeah. in the facility. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be pretty awesome. And I think it's also to have banners of a younger age group. Right. Right, like 12U girls. A lot of girls and a lot of banners that we have right now as an organization are all from 19U. And so that's kind of a really far ways away for girls who are, you know, 8, 10, 11, 12. But to see that, oh my gosh, in three years when I'm, you know, 11 years old and I'm playing on this team, that's going to be my next potential. That's just, I think, awesome. And to see the girls and how they gain confidence throughout the year. Some of our players at the beginning of the year on defense never skated the puck up the ice. And then by the last like 10 games, they were scoring breakaway goals because they were just stepping Mm. up and daring themselves 
to try and to push themselves, which is girls hockey is very different than boys hockey in that sense. Girls definitely want to push each other and push themselves. And they know when they've done a really good job and they know when uh, they've disappointed their coach sometimes, which happened <laughs> a little bit. But uh, they come back every single time at practice and in games and just outwork themselves. I got to say, this is a thrill for Chris and I. I'm sitting here analyzing the scenario, Chris. I'm a father. I have two little girls at home who are going to be very excited to hear <laughs> this and to hear what you're all doing on the ice. Chris, you've got a little girl. Mm-hmm. And not only do we have three young hockey stars here with us, we've got their coach. We've got several moms, one of which is injured in a very hockey mom fashion. She's in a cast. A pink right cast, now. by the way. So, girls, what, what do you want to say to the other young ladies out there who are thinking, oh, I, I had no idea hockey could be a thing I could get into? This, this sounds like maybe something I, I want to, or maybe they don't. Maybe they're intimidated. What, what would you tell them? Oh, I, hockey has helped me so much, building confidence on and off the ice. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that hockey, like, it's, you just got to go for it. It's, it. You don't have to be worried about anything. Just just do your best, and you can, like, you, you'll do it if you, if you just try, you know? <laughs> and, like, also when you play hockey, you not only, like, get better, like, physically, but you also, like, learn leadership skills and how to be a good friend, and you just learn all those skills through hockey. What was it like to winning a championship? Yeah. I mean, you're wearing this, the, the sweater right now. <laughs> um, it, was, it was just amazing. Like, everyone was throwing, like, their gloves. It was just, like, everyone was cheering. It was the best thing ever. Like, like just, just winning, it was just, like, everyone as a team, just we were so happy. It was just the best. <laughs> um, it, was just, it was a great experience. Like, you got to... And I think it's the first championship that the Washington Wild has won. And it's just such a great accomplishment as a team and, like, as a person. Yeah. Yeah, all the teamwork and, like, the team, like, celebrating and stuff was so much fun. Yeah. And, I mean, as their coach, I think it's just the culmination of efforts. And at the beginning of the season, we sat down with the girls, and they talked about what they wanted their goals to be. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about what tournaments we were going to and the teams that we were playing and all the girls – they knew that they could accomplish this feat of winning not only the league banner, which is so hard to win because you have to show up every single weekend and win games, but then also the championship banner, which had never been won, as Dakota said, by the Washington Wild at the 12U level. So that was pretty awesome. And this team, I know, has had a little bit of a struggle, this age group, in the past couple of years. But with the talent that's coming up through the beginner classes and the try hockey for freeze, the pool is just growing. And we're really establishing girls hockey in the state of Washington right now, every team next year will likely have like 12 to 15 players, which has been unheard of in the past mm. couple of years. Some teams have been strapped at 10. So it's awesome to have basically like three full forward lines and two full defensive lines and a goalie for every single team. What advice do you have for the growing number of people who are starting to become more and more aware of hockey? Ooh, we've got pros coming back to Seattle, back by the way returning to Seattle. Uh, Where do you suggest as someone who kind of grew up around the sport for, because I keep getting a lot of people saying, I don't know enough about it. Where do I even start? How do I learn this sport? What, what is your advice on that? 
It really comes down to just going to the rinks, I think, first. Yeah. And you don't have to be a good skater to try hockey. There are adults to try hockey for free classes. I know that Snow King uh, runs and out of Renton and Kirkland, so there are lots of opportunities to learn more about the sport. And then so many parents I know from the Washington area who didn't know about hockey before know it now through their kids. And so they're, I, I see a lot of people that are trying hockey for the first time or playing more hockey because their kids are doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun to see how that's growing and how the love and passion that the girls and the boys in the area that play hockey have and how that feeds up through the parents. Um, I think starting there is great. If you have time, like do a quick weekend trip before the season ends and go see the Vancouver Canucks play. They're so fun. Uh, It's a great atmosphere. Vancouver's a great town. And then we also, of course, have the tips uh, and the the T-Birds here locally. So Mm -hmm. you drive about an hour, maybe with traffic, um, to either Everett (laughs) or down to Kent. And you can go watch some great hockey. And those are the good up-and-comers that feeds into the NHL. And so that's really where you'll get a chance to kind of learn more about the game that not super expensive. And it's also just so fun to be there in the atmosphere. I just want to know how to skate backwards. I mean, I've done the <laughs> learn to skate thing yeah. at Snow King. You mean skate backwards on purpose? Yes. Yeah, yes. Dakota can teach you that, right, Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got you. So if you want a chance to get out on the ice, maybe for the first time, look, a lot of folks around here are in Washington State, they're on the tail end or the beginning of spring break. So you're out of excuses, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, the Wild are going to be part of this uh, free skate event that's going to happen uh, on Saturday, April 6th, though, depending on when you're listening to this, hopefully, uh, this weekend, take some friends. Go down there. It's going to be at Highland Ice, and that is in Shoreline at 5 p.m., so you can go join it. And what, what should people expect? I mean, it's really an opportunity for them to just go rub elbows and see how this all works, right? Yeah, so we'll be, pro- we'll be providing all the equipment for the girls. Very so cool. just all you got to do is just show up, and we'll greet you. The girls can get on the ice. They can be out there for as long or as little as they want, depending on how they feel. Uh, and we'll have plenty of instructors out on the ice. A couple of girls who are currently players in the program will be there just to help out. So it'll be a good opportunity for them to see some pure role models, I think, which will be awesome. And it's just a great time to just show up and check it out. And really close and easy. I mean, 10 miles up on Aurora isn't that bad. So Mm -hmm. I I definitely encourage as many people, especially if you have young girls who are even sort of interested in playing a sport, to check it out. And we also have a ton of uh, beginner sessions, as I mentioned, and then also spring clinics that we run through uh, just through the 4th of July. And then hockey, if you want to try and be a part of this team, we'll start up again with tryouts and everything like that in August and September. All right. I was just going to say, hey, the girls came a long way today <laughs> to talk to us about hockey. I know. Should we give I, them the last how word? How honored are we? Yeah, the Washington Wild. I mean, uh, would you be okay if we, like, retire one of your sweatshirts? We don't have rafters. <laughs> but, like, right up there, I'll just hang it from the ceiling. I know. We can bring a jersey back for you guys. We'll, we'll sign we, it. We'll, yeah. We will absolutely frame it, and it will be the only thing we display here <laughs> in the podcast studio. Ladies, anything you'd want? friends, strangers to know about what you're doing with the Wild, this is where you say, come on out this Saturday, come on out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely try it. it you, I think um, anyone will love it if you just um, just come out and just, it'll be really fun. Just yeah. <laughs> I think just try, go for it, because you could either love it, or, I mean, you could also hate it, but, like, it's just super fun, and I'd say just try it. All right. Yeah. (laughs) And I think also, I mean, the girls would probably agree that the team, because you spend so much time together, becomes a family. 
right? And these girls, I mean, they all live in Issaquah and Everett and Lake Stevens yeah. and wherever else, right? But they all text each other all the time. They're all best friends. And it's so fun to see them all get together because they're a little crazy, but also really fun. But there was no texting during None this podcast. No, they didn't check a phone no. or anything. I almost felt guilty having mine out, but that was only to check the Washington <laughs> Wild Twitter to make sure I got the info right for this weekend. So uh, Anne-Marie, Dakota, Danny Page, the Washington Wild, the champs are with us. Thanks for being Woo! here. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. So you. Yeah. Yeah. On Twitter and Instagram, at Next Best Pod. That's the worst name I ever heard. This is the exclusive ending of the Next Best Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>